Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Happy Skews Day. And beware, for verily, it is the Ides of March, March 15th, 2022, to be exact. I'm Trey Crowder, and that's Mark Ag. What's up, Mark? What's up, Trey? This week's also the two-year anniversary of the official launch of COVID, I think is the way we're tracking. I think it was March 11th where uh, NBA shut down, NCAA tournament got canceled. Uh, yeah, it's my it last was, day going to a job. Right. Person. It was definitely somewhere <laughs> around here. Yeah. Cause I remember we, um, we had, <laughs> we had been touring so much and then we took a self-imposed break from the road in mm -hmm. January and February of 2020, you know, which we scheduled a year in advance. We're like, yeah, that'd mm -hmm. be nice. And so our first dates back were in Raleigh, North Carolina on like March 13th ish or something like that. And I, uh, I landed, went to the hotel, and got into my room, and my phone rang, and my agent was like, "Yeah, it's off. You could just, you could just go back," and then, uh, and then, you know, didn't have more for a long time after that. So yeah, happy COVID anniversary, everybody, or you know, shitty anniversary. I don't know what you say about a terrible anniversary, but yeah, two years still going strong, real staying power. COVID has. Yeah, yeah. Did I ever tell you if it's on the, on the show? Did I ever tell my mechanical bull COVID story? I don't think so. <laughs> the last thing I was doing that day, it might have been March 11th or March 10th, is me and you said we, you're including talking about Corey and Drew. Corey me and, and Drew, Corey were yeah. working on this game show development thing, and we we're doing a run run through the pilot, and it was a game show, the premise of which would be like in the final round, you answer trivia about country music and shit, and then you're on a mechanical bull, and every answer you get wrong, you it speeds up until you, until you fall off, and that's how much money you get for your writing. All right, I like it. So I'm sitting there watching this as I get notifications. Tom Hanks has COVID. Uh -huh. NCAA tournament's canceled. And I was like, holy shit, this is the last thing I'm ever going to do when I'm watching a paid extra ride a mechanical bull for $50. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, so that, and that was, that was like the last thing you did in person professionally. Yeah. Watch the guy yeah. ride a mechanical bull and try to answer questions about Toby Keith or whatever. Yeah. It's so appropriately like, silly for what we I, do. I go to in-person work one day every three weeks right now for for our shoot days. But yeah, they um, yeah, that was a that was that was very surreal. It's like oh, the, this is this is my the, this is my uh, the the roll credits moment of my career in show business, and it's a guy <laughs> fall off mechanical. Yeah. Uh, real quick, we're going to talk about daylight savings time for a little bit, but I want to shout out Canada because they have so many people. We make fun of them a lot a few weeks ago because of the trucker shit. But they got so many people volunteering to fight in Ukraine. They got a whole Canadian battalion over there. So shout out to the Canucks. Yeah. Um, I don't know that much about like military stuff, but as I understand it, Canada's uh, pretty badass in that regard. Like I've, I've always heard that like, that like people didn't realize it or something, but really in World War II, they were some, you know, hardcore motherfuckers who were holding shit down. So yeah, respect I mean, to Canada. They're right there. We never invaded them, sir. Must be a reason. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah, they got plenty of stuff we'd love to have, and for some reason, we just keep letting them be there. So, yeah, obviously, there's something to that. And also, briefly, because we were really laughing about it over the weekend, I want to mention the guy who, on Sunday afternoon, bid and won five hundred eighteen thousand dollars. I think for Tom Brady, the ball Tom Brady used to throw his last uh, um, touchdown uh, mm -hmm. in the NFL, and then look, fifteen minutes later, Tom Brady's yeah. like, "I'm back, baby." <laughs> It's in like, look, uh, the, 
a dude who could spend five hundred thousand dollars on that ball, I'm sure it's probably yeah, just like a drop in the yeah. bucket to him. But it's mm. still so funny just because of the timing of it. It was literally that. It's like Tom Brady saw that and was like, you know what, fuck that guy <laughs> for some reason, and just unretired yeah. made that ball worth you know two hundred dollars or something three hours after he spent a half a million on it. It's pretty pretty funny. Ah, uh, let's tie it. So our Congress did something today, Trey. Yeah. Um, Super impactful and everything. Something that's going to really turn the tide in this country. They came together and they got it done. The the Senate voted fucking unanimously, unanimously to uh, end, to establish permanent daylight savings time. So we're going to have to set our clocks back uh, in November. Um, I think it's hilarious. Does that mean that that's happening? Like if Joe Biden like signs this, then that as of this year, that will be the deal. We're not going to do it anymore. The House still has to pass it, but I right. can't imagine something that the Senate passed unanimously won't get past the House because somebody has some polling data, But which is really funny. But, but people feel really, really strongly about this, uh, and I find that really funny. I, I fake rant about it, although I don't really care that much, although I do like extra sunlight at the end of the day. Sure. Um, I, what's the pro- – like, I do not have strong feelings about daylight savings time, but I always felt like, yeah, you know, like you said, extra hour sunlight at the end of the day. That's fine. Why not? I always like setting the clocks back, too, because you get like an extra hour of sleep that night, which is big for me. So one night a year, I get get real excited. Like, yeah, I'm going to wake up with a whole nother hour tomorrow morning. But that's about the extent of my uh, passion on the subject. So some people are what? Really not for this or they're super for it or both hotly divided. Reaction has been largely overwhelmingly positive as far as I've seen. or I've seen a few contrarian. Because like, here's the thing. Apparently, we had the same big fight in 1974 and Congress ended daylight savings time. And then one year later, everybody hated it so much, we immediately went back. So I imagine I imagine we're going to be doing this again in a year, which is just really fucking funny because we never learned from ourselves. Um, in general, like me personally, let's pretend a person with no empathy. This really hits for me because like one, I don't get up super early. I don't have any kids. The idea that some of the, they said that the, the idea that people kids would be waiting for the bus at uh, you know, uh, in December in the dark, let's pretend that doesn't matter to me. <laughs> I find this awesome. But the thing I find truly funny, like people like I think are confused about why we have daylight saving or who's, who's behind it. Like people always think it's like farmers. That's what farmers. I always heard. Yeah. It was farmers, extra hour daylight for farm purposes. But I mean, farmers yeah. get up early, you know, mm-hmm. it's like you're taking that daylight away from the first part. But whatever, yeah. that's what I always heard about it. Real quick, I want to read this uh, tweet Matt sent us from Nancy Fraser, who's a skewer. says, our long national nightmare is nearly over. I have to say, this feels like weed being legal in my state. Like, this is really happening in my lifetime. So there's somebody pumped up about it. But anyway, going on, we've been lied to by Big Big Sun. Big yeah. So, well, <laughs> farmers actually hate this because it messes with the <laughs> circadian rhythms of the uh, – they hate changing clocks because uh, – um, uh, it messes up the circadian rhythms of like dairy cows and shit. So right. it messes up milk production and, and you know, so it's also people think it's cause of like to save energy during a war. That's not true. Daylight saving doesn't save any energy. But if you're for this and you're suspicious at all about why Congress would do this unanimously, you need to know the real reason why, uh, who's behind this and who loves it. It's the chamber of commerce. The chamber of commerce loves daylight saving time. So much so that I imagine they're super in favor of it becoming permanent because what happens is with an extra hour of daylight at the end of the day, 
people are spend more time shopping on the way home from from work. They go out to eat more. They, uh, I think, somebody did the math and like uh, people spend seventy million dollars more a year on golf because of daylight saving time. Mm-hmm. So. There you go. Even the good things are, ha- are that happen if you're for this or because America is uh, irrevocably corrupt. Capitalism, <laughs> baby. Span, yeah. span, span. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, happy permanent daylight savings time, everybody. All right. This producer Matt is with us as always. This is Weekly Skews. I want to remind you of the requisite two items. Number one, if you're vaccinated, want to see me live, you can go to whaleregcomedy.com for tickets. Got some fun dates coming up. Uh, going to have to update Matt's graphic there soon. We're going to be adding some more uh, later, pretty soon for later this summer, and it's going to be a good time. So come and uh, come out and see me. It'll be fun. Number two, also want to tell you, if you are uh, in the need for some more SKUs action, you can get it. For no more than $5 a month, that's right. You go to weeklyskews.com slash more or Patreon and look up my name and get on that SKUs tier there. $5 a month, you get full-length bonus episodes of the SKUs. We've done multiple iterations already, and we've got another one coming this week on the insane practices of a particular breed of American billionaire sports owners. That's some wild shit. We're having fun yeah. with it. We hope you'll it's join gonna us. It's going to be... Just just because I know a lot of you aren't into sports, it's not really about sports. It's about labor issues and yeah. robbing taxpayers and involves yeah. a really hidden story about some stolen penguin bones. Yes, so, stolen it. penguin bones. That's right. <laughs> Smuggling penguin bones out here. Sports owners, truly nefarious. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like you said, not focusing on the sports part so much as the uh, <coughs> lunacy of the wealthy and, uh, and sorriness. Anyway, mm-hmm. holler at us on Patreon. Uh, as for the show tonight... Many Americans' favorite thing to complain about at present, gas prices. Who's to blame? Joe Biden, of course. That's what they say. Is there more to it? We will attempt to decipher it and complain about all of the complaining. That's what we're going to do. But first, a myriad of dumbasses for you, beginning, as always, with our daily dumbass. Matt, graphic, please. Tonight's DD, everyone on Earth except for Donald Trump, who has uncovered what's really going on with the crisis in Ukraine. And let's hear it from him, Matt. Play it. Uh, It would have never happened. And we did talk about it. I mean, he definitely wanted Ukraine, loved Ukraine, would never have happened. What do you see happening next then? Because it seems like the tensions are high. What? How does this all end? Is this going to be like a long term thing? How do you see it unfolding? <laughs> well, I, and I said this a long time ago. If this happens, uh, we are uh, playing right into their hands. Green energy, the windmills—they don't work. <laughs> They're too expensive. They kill all the birds. They ruin your landscapes. And yet, the environmentalists love the windmills. And I've been preaching this for years. The windmills, and I had them way down. <laughs> but the windmills are the most expensive energy you can have, uh, yeah. and they don't work. And by the way, they last a period of 10 years, and by the time they start rusting and rotting all over the place, nobody ever takes them down. They just go onto the next piece of prairie or land and destroy that. It's incredible that they want – but other all forms right. of uh, green energy, right, they don't have uh, – So mm. I love the way his brain works because it's like a one-man improv scene. Uh, yeah. The, 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 the podcast he's on right there, uh, it's called The Nilk Boys, and they're essentially the Canadian equivalent of college humor. Um, and okay. I don't know how they got this interview because what they do is pranks. Like their last vi- – they made a video earlier this week where it was like a 30-minute long fake documentary. Where, what they did was a, 
they tricked a, a Bigfoot hunter into thinking he'd found Bigfoot. <laughs> and it was pretty funny. And <laughs> yeah, that I sounds t- all right. I mean, I could get into that. <laughs> and they're very popular. That, that video got like 4 million views in less than a, in a week in Canada. You know, they're Canadian. So um, I can't figure out. I mean, I imagine they got the interview with Trump because of how many views they get. But I think they were pranking him. <laughs> right, because they do pranks. All right. Yeah. So, like, they're just, like, these, these guys, for college humor, used to prank each other. One of them tricked his girlfriend into thinking she was being proposed to at a um, at a uh, uh, basketball game, and she never spoke to her boyfriend again. So that was really funny. Uh, but they, they do shit like that. And, here, like, here's a video of them. Like, I think they're – here's what makes you think they're pranking or fucking with him because they call him Donnie. Listen to this. Donnie, um – I wonder. Um, <laughs> it is sort of interesting. Well, I'll just say no. It's so crazy. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's what a fucking dumbass. I, I, well, like, it feels I like know. somebody like it feels like they beforehand they were like, "Bet you won't call him Donnie or something like." Yeah. You know what I mean? He's like, "I'll totally yeah. call him Donnie. Watch me. I'll do it." Like feels like that type of thing to me. But yeah, he yeah. just sort of rolls with it. Yeah, is he doing? Is he like on the podcast circuit right now? Like, is that like? Because I I hadn't seen him uh, popping up on these either. I mean, the man uh, it kicked him off Twitter. He's got to get his juice. He's got to get his fix. Talk to the people. But yeah, yeah they want to. They're just trying to distract you, Russia, Ukraine, everybody yeah. from big windmill. Everybody, we listen. Made, think about we, the birds and the prairies. For once, we played a video of him uh, complaining about windmills before. It, it, like mm-hmm. uh, this whole thing, his his. He, he's like I, I almost just called it quixotic, but it is qu- literally quixotic because he's literally tilting at fucking windmills. <laughs> because yeah. this is this goes back like a twenty-year-old beef he has with windmills. Because in Scotland they built wind turbines off one of his golf courses, and he thought it it messed up the view, and he fought a bunch of lawsuits trying to stop the windmills. And that's sort of been baked into his brain, not just that I don't want windmills messing the view from my golf course, but windmills bad, and he's in a one-man war with windmills. How do you feel about the aesthetic nature of windmills? I'm not really an aesthetics guy. Like I just like things to be useful. And if we save the planet, but we have, but I have to look past the windmill to see a sunset. I am. I mean, look, (laughs) I'm trash and as such utterly bereft of taste. Okay. I'll be the first to admit that. But like, I've always thought like, I remember we drew, we were moving to California on I 40, the stretch that goes across West Texas, which is all them West Mm -hmm. Texas plains and stuff out there. We drove through there at twilight and there's a shitload of windmills. And I thought it was like, Super rad looking. I thought it was beautiful. I think I think it hit harder than me than all that flat land by itself would have. I didn't realize that people thought windmills were eyesores. I guess is what I'm saying. I've always thought they were cool, you know. Yeah, and not just I mean, the old Dutch ones, you know, that like you get the uh, the uh, collar of your shirt hung on in a slapstick comedy from the fifties, <laughs> but like uh, you know the modern ones too. But maybe that's just well, me. I think this uh, state that has uh, I, I, this isn't based on no research, just my eyeball test. The state where I remember seeing the most windmills, uh, was, uh, wind turbines, was Hawaii, uh, which is famous for its ugly scenery. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, well, who knows what the fuck he's talking about. Let's move on to his progeny. I've tried our honorable mention. First honorable mention here. Anybody who thought Donnie Jr. couldn't put together some fat beats, he's got a new outro on his uh his Twitter videos, whatever he's doing here, and get ready to bo- get ready to bob your head to it. Erased by Big Tech. Hope you guys are doing good. <laughs> Wait for it. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. 
Oh shit. Oh shit. Uh, my big the, the it's so funny to me because you know what what the favorite drug of DJs is, Trey? One of them. It's gotta be cocaine, right? Mm-hmm. Which everyone is famous for thinking Don Jr.'s on because he makes videos that are much crazier than this where he's just off on some wild out rants. But I want you to know that someone is in his corner and standing up for him, asserting that he does not do cocaine. Matt, That's right. Don Jr. is a cokehead because he has high energy. And, and they always say that about me. Ah! Uh, <laughs> you got the wrong guy. I don't need stimulants. Anything alcohol I've done over the years off and on because it lowers me down. The, the, see, the left doesn't have energy, folks. They don't People get famously like, never Don Jr. giving moves. a powerful speech. And, <laughs> I mean, he's really becoming a good orator. One of the best. I mean, just a couple of years ago, he was okay. Now it's like, damn, that's a powerful speech. That's better than Joel Oldstein or somebody or Martin Luther King. <laughs> Martin Luther King. He's just come a long way. Oh, God. Okay, Don Jr., an or yeah. writer on the uh, same level as Martin Luther King, according to Alex Jones, which is probably the least crazy thing Alex Jones said this week, I would imagine. I don't, maybe I'm with uh, Jr., totally see it. Alex Jones, I have no trouble believing that he actually isn't on anything other than yeah. just like his own lunacy. You know what I mean? Like he's so pure, distilled, crazy that I can see that manifesting itself in, you know, that way where it seems like he's on cocaine, but really he's just on fucking human alien hybrid conspiracy theories or whatever all day. But but Don Jr., yeah, he, he coked out. Yeah, plus all the uh, nootropics and brain powder and, and gorilla testicle uh, you know, pills that he takes, sells on his website. But she's taking all of those. Yeah, I, I, the, the idea that Don Jr. is a good speaker is such a wild take. Like, it's like <laughs> it's like Vladimir Putin thinking he looks good with his shirt off type shit, you know, which Putin ain't bad for a 70-year-old dude. But, I, but, I, but I'm saying, like, <laughs> he's like the, pic, the picture of reality when he reads a horse is like, how gassed up are you on your own propaganda? Mm-hmm. I Watched a decent amount of John Don Jr.'s speeches, putting together this our dumb show, and the man makes no sense, and he's obsessed mm-hmm. with dumb bullshit. He's perfectly, I mean, which I guess a lot of people are. His father gets for people. It's the same thing, but like he also the way he speaks has changed over the years. He's doing an impression of his dad now. I know, I, I know. I thought that too, even in that short clip. And you said, yeah, it seems like he's like actively trying to sound like his dad more yeah. than he used to. Which again, I mean, I guess that makes sense if you're him. Uh, you know, might as well try to imitate him. You're not going to get any kind of like actual love or support from the man. So maybe he just maybe he started doing that when he was like looking in the mirror in the bathroom, you mm-hmm. know, and impersonating his dad back to himself, telling him Tell that himself he, loves he loves himself. Him. Yeah, yeah he loves him <laughs> and he's proud of him and all this stuff. And then he did that so much, he now has just kept doing it without realizing it in the public eye. Something like that. Mm-hmm. That's just a theory. Speaking of theories. Herschel Walker's got one for you. He's our next honorable mention. You're likely to have never heard this before, so prepare to have your mind blown when Herschel Walker, Senate candidate in Georgia and noted former Bulldog, gets to talking about evolution. Matt, let's hear it. Here, that means somebody up there had to say, let there be light that the earth started, and then he had to put someone there on earth. Remember, Adam was there. Remember, Adam came there, then Eve came. So somebody had to start it out. So that means it had to be a guy. Because it didn't just, uh, some bomb blew up and it started out. And then I'll I tell you something else I heard. And I think about this, because at one time, science said man came from apes. Did it not? 
I've, that's I, when you, know, you go I, to the every science. Time, every time I read or hear that, I think to myself, you just didn't read the same Bible I did. Well, what, this was interesting, though. <laughs> if that is true, why are there still apes? Oh. Think about it. Check you know, Checkmate. No, 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 no. Think about this. All right. We have Deal with that, everybody. That we've gotten so into. Okay, like, it's, first of all, you know, you got to be pretty dumb to, to say that thing in the first mm. place. But it's like a whole nother level to clearly think that it's like this big revelation you're making to people at this point. It's like the go-to cliche for yeah. bad evolution arguments is that exact thing. If we evolved from monkeys, why are there still monkeys? That's been like beaten to death so much over the years. And so for him to just be like, now think about this, guys. Listen, listen. Are you listening? Sit down. Check this out. Why are there still apes? Just adds a whole nother layer of uh, dumbassery to it for me. It was like a frequently stolen 80s stand-up joke. But the thing was, right. those people were playing dumb to be funny, right? It wasn't – no one actually thought they were they were making a – literally making a joke um, about how they, them stay themselves are stupid. Herschel Walker apparently watched some terrible road comedy from 1986 and thought it was a good point. But mm -hmm. it's also like there are different kinds of apes. Yeah. If, if there's a silverback gorilla, why are there still regular gorillas? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like it doesn't it doesn't make any. Why are there different kinds of fucking dog? I mean, I know the dog ones. We did that to them, but we like, did do well, that to them. Yes. But what the fuck? Like we're doing like everything's getting so dumb. We're going to have to do the Scopes monkey trial again. Well, it's like I don't know. It's like they hear it and think that it's the same thing as saying that like a chimpanzee turned into. A man, <laughs> and then I guess the lady chimpanzee turned into a woe man, and then yeah. those two had the first human baby, and then there's been humans ever since, and you know, no more chimps anymore, or something is how they interpret the argument, as opposed to you know, modern day apes and us share a common ancestor, fucking million eons ago. Um, I don't know why that part of it. I, it's just that like. That's an easy, like, soundbite thing for them to say that they think makes evolution sound stupid, which actually makes them sound stupid, but they're oblivious to that part, so they just roll with it. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. like you can't um, rationalize something like that. What? Why are there still why are there quarter horses if there are pinto horses? You know, like, it's like... <laughs> Like you can, I mean, uh, I don't want to argue about evolution with people, but like this is not an argument against it or for it or whatever. It's just yeah. it's like it's just it's just like somebody stringing words together in a stupid sentence, and he's going to be fucking elected senator. Uh, <laughs> I know, dude. So, yeah, for sure. Well, you know, fucking go dogs. What are you going to do? He's like good they just won the national us, championship. Maybe. He's yeah. one of the the greatest dogs of all time. Pretty much a lock. I feel like. Um, all right, let's talk about the truckers a little bit. Why not? Uh, and not the uh, wonderful Southern Rock outfit drive-by truckers, but just these regular-ass truckers out here have been causing so much havoc recently. And our first honorable mention as we get into that portion of the show is uh, anybody who doesn't think that getting a haircut draped in an American flag from a dude with a ponytail while listening to a kid rock song about pills is not the most patriotic shit you, a person can do. Let's see it. <laughs> Prepare to feel your the eagle in your heart soar as you watch Jim's this. Getting a haircut by Mr. Inko Herb, Free Barbershop, Hagerstown Speedway. Free haircuts, free trucker. He does take donations. Oh shit! Turn that off. Turn it off, Matt. 
<laughs> oh, we had copyright. Oh yeah, we got just, copyright. I yeah, just, uh, I was sitting there, I was sitting there, kind of vibing to the old Kid Rock jam. Fucking, I about started mouthing the lyrics along myself, and then I was like, <laughs> oh shit, we're playing a Kid Rock song on this. Yeah, you it's know, a good I'm, song. Uh, I'm really uh, paranoid about that. Yeah, that song, you know, shit. Again, grew up white trash. That song slapped for me. Drew said he saw him in concert, and he came out in a white tuxedo playing an all white piano for that song. And uh, Drew says he'll remember that till the day he dies. But anyway, listen, present day Kid Rock. No. Well, I would not even defend uh, olden times Kid Rock either, I guess, except for, you know, if you was in a trailer, it was what's up. Anyway, this guy looking good, looking lined up. So do you understand what's happening here? The truckers have established a camp at a dirt racing track in Hagerstown, Maryland, which is like 70 miles from the closest entrance to the the Beltway. So they're commuting 70, like 68 miles each way just to go drive in circles around D.C., and the funny thing about them choosing the infield of this dirt racetrack for their base camp is it rained earlier this week, so they couldn't go drive around D.C. because they were stuck in the mud at the dirt racetrack. <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing is such a farce because, one, there aren't really enough of them to do anything, but they are annoying, and they've gotten extremely um, fucking weird. But like, just to get the vibe, like, one, nobody likes them. Uh, like, they check out this traffic jam, this video of this traffic jam, where it's just like it's nothing but a, like – you gotta, you just gotta see it. Or I guess we don't have it. Mm, now, well, it's okay. Uh, yeah, if Matt okay, gets just, it pulled up. It's just a bunch of truckers in traffic, or a bunch of trucks yeah, yeah. in traffic, rather in uh, DC. Yeah, I can't even tell by looking at it though, because I know DC is like legendary for its traffic and whatnot. Yeah, we talked about that on a previous episode. But I just from like looking at it, not living there, I can't tell. Like, is this egregiously bad? You know what I mean? Or are they just like sitting in the traffic that would already otherwise be there? So it's just this traffic has more dumb truckers in it (laughs) than it typically would on average. You remember that song, Blue on Black? (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah hell it's yeah like that. uh so yeah they, they, i don't think they make much difference to the degree they did fuck up traffic it was uh i, I think it's because they, they the, the dc cops the different agencies around dmv area are just start doing doing different shit like the maryland cops seem to be pretty pro trucker the dc cops are still remembering january 6th they don't want to let them into the city because they're afraid of some some other shit could go wrong so they've been blocked off exits so to the degree they're fucking up traffic it's because the dc police closed a couple exits so they couldn't get off um Let's just play the video of the guy complaining about getting flipped off, Matt. It's the next one down off the, after the honking video. Go all the way across country with these people. And not one time did I see anybody flip us the bird. Not once. We're going around a beltway. Birds are flying. Birds are flying everywhere. That's the kind of people that live up there. You know? All right. Just, I mean. There's not. In D.C. is a different world. There's not a town in America where you could drive around and intentionally fuck up traffic right. and not have somebody flip you I off. Know. It's such a painfully oblivious statement to make. It's like, you know, the whole way here, nobody was flipping me off. It's because, yeah, you weren't purposefully fucking their day up on your way there. You were just driving to the place where you were going to fuck people's day up mm-hmm. as a plan. And then when you mm-hmm. get to the place and start executing the plan to fuck people's day up, you mean all of a sudden people start flipping you off and you're like, that's a reflection on the culture of the town that you're currently fucking up. <laughs> like it's it, just, it's so dumb. What do they think? Like, do they think people are just going to like get out and stop and get out and clap for them? Fucking wave flags and shit. You're doing it. You're fucking doing it. 
fuck my job. I don't need to be there anyway. I'd rather spend this time fucking giving you props for being a true patriot in your yeah. truck. This back of that video, the general tone of voice and shit he's saying is basically that like we were why don't you why aren't you greeting us like liberators? We're here to save right. you. And it's like it's like you're fucking up my day. So um the this is from this morning, a reporter uh that's following following the convoy tweeted this. Truckers of the People's Convoy this morning are taking a mystery route around the Beltway. As many of them continue to claim they're being followed by government helicopters and frustrated commuters are actually agents of Antifa. So the people flipping them off are Antifa, and the traffic helicopters reporting on the shit they're doing are government black helicopters. Deep state, yeah. <laughs> Deep state and Antifa, both converging to ruin their yeah. convoy. Uh, yeah, so they, they did manage to get a meeting with uh, uh, Jim Jordan, and uh, they had a meeting with a senator go poorly uh, because he wouldn't give in to their demands because no one will say what their demands are. That's what I think. No, the people keep being asked what their demands are. They don't fucking have any. Right. There's nothing they want because, one, the government's not doing anything about COVID anymore. There yeah. are, There is no federal vaccine mandate, similar to one that, that the Canadian truckers were in theory protesting. There's like there, there's not, nothing. They're just... You're just haunt, like literally. I always thought that honking your horn when you're stuck in traffic was the funniest thing because it's just like an impotent rage being right. expressed to the For, universe. Yeah, right, exactly. And they're just like, doing that. You're <laughs> so right. This is like the yeah the um, protest version of just honking your horn and standstill still traffic. So it's like what? Yeah. You think that? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, let's yeah, say it's important to know that. Yeah, uh, that, that, that the most annoying protest, the most annoying pointless protest in history, has won the support of the most annoying and pointless senator in U.S. history, Mr. Ted Cruz. Uh, let's watch him try to struggle to climb down out of a truck after doing a rattle. Yes, please. They're slow clapping for him attempting yeah. to climb out of a truck. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> that's like one of his people really like had to say yeah. you know it's not that's not easy to do doing yeah. it right. <laughs> even amongst uh, these people the type of reception that ted cruz has gotten has been appropriately ted cruz like um yeah whenever you've got that next one matt you can go ahead and throw it up too uh because i appreciated it when you look at the origins uh, of the pandemic, the virus, God bless you. <laughs> I like how so many people yell he sucks in the middle of his speeches that he has a canned response to it. Like yeah. Colin does with Heckler. He's like, I don't go to where you work and smack the dick out of your mouth. That's his, right. God bless you, his version of that. Gotta um, have something. <laughs> this, uh, uh, let's do this one last one. Well, then we can skip to this segment, I guess. Um, I want to show this, this 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 movement has drawn the crazies as you would expect. Um, listen to this lady explain how she's cracked what COVID was. We've talked about gematria a lot. I want you to see what it sounds like in the wild. When it came out, it was Corona, right? Corona. Corona is six letters. When you use gematria and you say A is one, B is two, C is three. And you put Corona lined out at 66. So that's 666. But we found that out. So they're saying the white wing crazies found it out. So they changed it to COVID 19. All right. Which well, is. Hang on. Yeah. Now keep C, going. Man. What is this? C, right? The C. C, yeah. Ovid. Look it up. Ovid means sheep. 
19, military code for surrender. See, sheep, surrender. That's no joke. Wow, that, <laughs> I, that is actually the first I've heard of that. When? Yeah, well, again, uh, just like Herschel Walker, you know, argue with that, Mark. Let's, yeah, let's hear it. What do you got for that? It seems pretty ironclad to me. If you don't know what gematria is, it's a Kabbalistic method of. Is, this is from the dictionary definition because I want to be able to be accurate here. It's a Kabbalistic method of interpreting Hebrew, the Hebrew scriptures by computing the, uh, computing the numerical value of words based on those of the constituent letters. So it's it's like ancient Jewish astrology, basically. It's not mainline Judaism. Um, yeah, what do you? The Q people are really into this shit, but I just can't wrap my head around an, a worldview and a lot of conspiracy theories like theories like like the eye on the back of the dollar or whatever. Why the fuck would the Illuminati give you an easy to, to, to decode code to figure out their plans? Well, they don't think it's easy. You know, they think they <laughs> cracked it. Like they think it's some Alan Turing shit they've done by deciphering yeah. this or whatever. And it's also fun because I just anything with you mentioned it before, but anything with like numerology and whatnot, it's like it seems like. It feels like Da Vinci Cody to them or something, which mm. is why it appeals to them, I guess. But it's funny because I only uh, noticed this because Killer Mike pointed out in a rap song, but Ronald Wilson Reagan is 666. Uh, six, 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 and that yeah. one's very straightforward. And I just wonder like how those people would respond to one that's way less convoluted. Maybe the fact that it's less convoluted would be disproof of it to them. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, no, that one's too obvious. you got to dig deeper to get to the truth of it. They probably got yeah. a whole other number bullshit equation for what uh, Ronald Reagan's name actually, you know, amounts to in terms yeah. of numbers in the Bible or whatever the hell they're doing over there. That's off uh, Killer Mike's 2013 album, Rap Music. The mm -hmm. song's called Reagan, Reagan, and it ends with, uh, I'll, leave you with these, I'll leave you with these four words. I'm glad, I'm Reagan, glad Reagan dead. dead. Great song. That song goes <laughs> hard, bro. Yeah, yeah. I saw him that year live at Bonnaroo, not running the jewels, just Killer Mike, mm -hmm. and it was fucking super rad. He had the whole crowd chanting, fuck Ronald Reagan, even my, like, uh, good friend from work who had, you know, grown up a good Christian conservative. Yeah, I was like, well, if your daddy could see you now, he wouldn't be yeah. happy about this, buddy. Music uh, can move your soul, right? Music that's can move right. Your... Yeah. Well, uh, all of America, let's talk, you want to talk about the main thing, Trey? Yeah, um, let's do it. So, other than these truckers who are uh, whose rig, big rigs get six miles to the gallon or going around driving 400 miles a day voluntarily, everyone else seems to be worried about gas prices. Mm -hmm. And I understand it's uh, hitting people's pocketbooks and they want something to blame, uh, someone to blame. So what we're going to do today is figure out who to blame because Please. things never have complex causes. They have simple ones with bad guys you can point to and make That's them right. answerable. So. A few facts. Right now, gasoline costs about four thirty-two an average uh, as of today. Uh, they're up all over the world, by the way, for for a variety yep. of reasons. Um, to hit a historic high, though, for context, gas prices would still have to uh, would have to hit five thirty-seven adjusted for inflation. That was two thousand eight when gas got super high. And if you remember that, I we do. got real mad then too. Uh, people are going to argue about uh, arguing a lot about who the bad guy is here, and it's already started. For example, uh, the Republican leader of the House tweeted out, "These are not Putin gas prices; they're President Biden gas prices." And uh, here's another video <laughs> that makes a similar point in the stupidest, most fake way possible. This is a this is a crisis actor situation. I love it. Nothing would be anywhere better to come sign up, register people to vote. 
because if you want to get out of this mess, if you want to be paying $4 on soon to be five, six, maybe even $7 a gallon gas, then you need to vote for Republicans and get some good people in office. I see a guy right over here. Let's go ask him how he feels about his gas prices. Hey, brother. How you doing, man? Good, you? Doing good. I've got a video going behind me. You want to ask some questions about the gas prices? Sure. How do you feel about paying four dollars a gallon for gas? It sucks. It, it sucks. I mean, <laughs> it, it's ridiculous. That I mean, it's hurting dying from politics all over the place. Well, it would be anywhere better. Yeah. It's uh, Madison Cawthorn for people just listening. Always on Hit the bleeding edge. Hit him with your nickname form. Hit him with your nickname form, Trey. Oh yeah, Ohio on wheels there. Yeah. Ohio on wheels, yeah. Madison Cawthorn, keeping his finger on the pulse with the American working man, as he is <laughs> wont to do. If that guy is an intern at all, his office acting, I'll fucking shoot myself. That <laughs> the guy was a plant. Um, so here's the here's the weird thing: oil prices are actually down some. <laughs> right. Like, well, they, they're not back to where they were like a month ago, but they dropped 30 prices this week and it's still going up at the pump. Um, and one of the reasons it dropped, um, like it, it, it was like last April was about $60, $70 a barrel. Late last year, it got up to about uh, late last week, it got up to almost $140 a barrel. Now it's back down to slightly less than 100. So we're jumping all over. One of the reasons it dropped um, was a new COVID outbreak. And China has suppressed demand because two huge Chinese provinces of hundreds of millions of people are under new COVID restrictions, which like that is enough to depress worldwide oil demand. Um, so what's happening now is two calamities are canceling other out for once. Finally, some good, terrible luck. Trey, we were due for a break. But but it's not <laughs> manifesting in the actual prices, right? No. Right. right. It's, Be because... It's of the fucking, well, a lot of reasons, but the greed, and I know we're going to get into it, but like the greed of the oil companes, basically, yes. right? We got, well, actually, we can go to that and come back to the, to the next thing. Because um, okay. like, like, so you the, people tend to think, like, when you talk to actual rich people about money, the brains work different than us, right? Like, one, we think of money as a literal tangible thing in exchange for a certain amount of goods and services. Like we literally trade hours of our lives in exchange for money. A wealthy person, the idea of a wealth to a wealthy person, the idea that, that how much money they get will correspond to their effort is laughable. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. not a thing. It's not a thing. That's a, that's a child's way of thinking. That's, well, that's, because like real. hell, you it would be physically impossible for him, any human being to expend the amount of effort which would actually justify the amount yeah. of money that rich people make. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like it's not possible. Yeah. So, um, but another one of those things that would be funny to rich people is the idea that we think the way costs work is you take pr the price uh, combined with the time it makes you to make something and then add a little bit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Just enough to make it worthwhile. That, that is fucking adorable that we think that it has costs have no bearing to prices. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're nothing at all. So what's happened is the oil companies, but if, um, oil prices, by the way, by the barrel are still lower. They were in 2014 when gas prices were 80 cents less. Mm -hmm. um, this the, last year, Exxon Mobil, their highest profit in seven years, Chevron highest profit in seven years, Shell highest profit in seven years, BP highest profit in eight years, gas prices highest in seven years. So like it, it, the oil companies are making more than ever. Oil is costing them more in theory do you see I mean, like there's no reason yeah. to raise prices like you could you could easily take it out of your profits right but they're not fucking going to do that and one of the reason is they spent all that money on stock buybacks they're mm -hmm. using all those profits to solidify their fun the, the, the back-end financialization of their company to bit to jack up their stock price 
for whatever reason. But I imagine like if they're looking long term, everyone knows we're going to run out of oil eventually. So you got to make as much cans for every drop as possible. Right. So you've got to establish a false scarcity like you do with diamonds. Now, uh, I I wish we lived in a universe where we we're going to burn less carbon. So the right. fact that oil companies are doing or like the government should figure out how to impose prices <laughs> on, on, on driving. So we drive less and burn less carbon. But the oil companies are going to do it. I guess they're essentially the EPA now or some shit. I don't fucking know. But this is all tremendously uh, uh, ridiculous. But something you should know is like you're going to hear a bunch of myths about like, 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 OK, we've got a war in Russia. We got Russian oil sanctions. We're loosening sanctions on Venezuela. There was an article in the Wall Street Journal this week, which is really funny, doing the opposite of manufacturer consent about communism, saying it's okay to trade with Venezuela now because they're no longer socialist, which is really funny. Um, we got still got sanctions on Iran um, for, I think, I don't know, they, 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 sanctions pose a human, impose a human cost, but I do think Iran, the Iranian government's evil, even though the people are nice. Um, the, so, but the, so the, but all those things are complicated and they're complex, and no one has a good answer for whether or not we should lift sanctions on Iran to get more to get more oil, right? Because that's a dirty business. You're essentially giving up on um, freeing. I don't want to get into Iran. It's it's too much. But like, if you to buy Iran oil, you're giving you're giving Iran money, right? Mm-hmm. We're buying Saudi Arabia is not cooperating with the Biden administration to try to get oil prices down like they did with Trump because they're fucking mad at Democrats for the backlash of killing killing. Jamal Khashoggi, right? And so, but all these things are messy. But you know what? It's easy to do is to blame Joe Biden for canceling the Keystone Pipeline. Right. So, a, a pipeline that was eight percent built when Biden pulled the permits would not be completed now at all anyway, and it was designed to run from Canada to the Gulf of Mexico to ship oil out to export, not a drop of which would spend time in America other than being shipped through here. Is not the reason gas prices are up in Los Angeles. Right. right? So they like they. I feel like, well, first of all, he's the president right now. Everybody hates high gas prices, so they're just always going to say, yeah. look what he's fucking doing. That's number mm-hmm. one. But also, they know about the Keystone Pipeline, and they know that Democrats, you know, they're all hippy-dippy and want wind and solar and all this shit. They, like, that's a general thing they know because we don't mm-hmm. want the earth to die. But, like, they know that about Democrats. So they just say, like, Joe Biden has shifted us away from oil and gas in this country. He's like fucked over the oil and gas industry in this country in the favor of all this hippy dippy bullshit. And now you see the problem with that because look what happens. But the thing is, none of that is even true. The Biden administration has given out countless permits for domestic drilling, apparently even more so than the Trump administration did at this point in Trump's reign. So like yeah. he's just not even doing that. Like that's not true. And again, I I wish we weren't continuing to murder the earth either. I'm just saying their arguments are shocking, yeah. completely disingenuous in that regard. And, uh, but it isn't going to stop them from so the, keeping on the, with it. The complaint such as it is, they're saying that Biden isn't issuing enough new drilling permits and leases. And what the administration is saying accurately is we've given you thousands that you haven't started exploring or drilling on. Why would you why why would we lease more when you just want to put them in your back pocket and keep it? Because you're not spending money on exploration and drilling because you're spending it on fucking stock buybacks. Right. But but this but this is why I hate defending Biden on it, because you're right. I would we should be spending money on solar and wind and shit anyway. Right. But but the basic facts are Biden like here's here's from from Vox. 
Biden has done nothing to halt oil leasing. In fact, the Biden administration has outpaced Trump in issuing drilling permits on public lands and water in its first year, according to federal data analyzed by the Center for Biological Diversity. Again, this is a, this is a group tracking it who fucking hates this happening. Uh, his administration set a record for the largest offshore lease sale ever in the Gulf of Mexico last year before a federal court blocked a lease sale for not considering climate impacts. But, so, like, they're saying... Basically, Biden's doing doing evil stuff, but they're not even giving him credit for doing. Right. They're not doing <laughs> yeah. enough evil. I know. And it's like, which is why you don't try to do stuff to appease fucking the, these evil industries because they cannot be appeased. They're rapacious. They, and, they, and, they cannot be filled. And it's also like he's getting blamed for. It's like they act like he's holding back the oil companies from like expanding or ramping up production or whatever. But that also is not true. Like you say, he's giving them all these permits and leases and whatnot, but they're not expanding their drilling or production operations because in, instead they're spending those extra profits on, you know, taking care of their shareholders and buying back stock and all that fucking corporate finance Harry Potter bullshit instead of like real world investing in the future or, you know, giving some of it back to the consumer in the form of actually lowering the prices to reflect what's happening with the cost or any of that kind of shit that they could maybe consider doing. And, you know, and I don't know why, I mean, there's no impetus really or incentive for them to, you know, conduct themselves otherwise, as long as everybody just keeps blaming Biden for it anyway. And, you know, there's not going to be any kind of regulations levied or anything to make them do any better. So, I mean, why would they, they're happy to continue fucking us over. To the hey, time record billions in profits every year. Get uh, get the Fox News ready, a uh, video ready, Matt. Um, uh, and I'll uh, yeah, and I'll, I'll before I say this, like, so oil companies are fucking super powerful. Yeah. Right? So the idea that like the government would ever do anything to fuck them over is hilarious. Like mm. like Joe Biden just had to. Uh, uh, this woman was up for a, a position at the Fed. Now she's known for being uh, a huge climate change activist and a person for better monetary regulation when it comes to like 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 the uh, oil companies. They busted their ass to lobby everyone to make sure she would never get appointed. This isn't even at the EPA or the Treasury Department. This is just a point like a, like a oversight official at the Fed. Would have any power over them, they still did everything they could to just fucking destroy her. Anyway, so the the idea that oil companies are making record profits while we're all paying more is, is apparently even too incongruent to uh, for Fox News to completely process. They had this meltdown about it, uh, I think, yesterday. Watching that young lady sell yes, you that, 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 on the talking That points. definitely put me over the top. <laughs> uh, I, I concede that President Biden blew it when he crushed domestic oil production. He did not. I think that that was a, a, that was a strategic error, regardless of the, uh, of the TikTokian uh, presentation there. Uh, Biden should admit that he made a terrible error. But this, Sandra Smith, is also true. Exxon, Chevron, BP and Shell are all enjoying the highest profits they have in seven and a half years. What's your point? Th- my, my point is <laughs> that the oil companies are reaping record profits. Some of this could be handed to the consumers rather than all the of these Exxon, Chevron, BP, Shell. I mean, why don't we look to them and say, what's why doesn't going the on? government cut the gas tax then? But the gas tax is the only thing that keeps the highways oh, now, together. We just spent trillions. So, so that is fucking funny to me because he says the oil companies should give some back. And he's just saying cut prices or not, right. not a price gouge, but they mean like, oh, you think they should mail everyone right. a check? Yeah. It's like, 
but it's like he's also arguing against the windfall of for windfall tax of sorts, which we're going to get to in a second. But like the, the what this is is war profiteering, mm-hmm. right? It's a messy, chaotic situation. They know no one's going to blame the oil companies. They're going to blame Joe Biden or Putin or whoever. So they're just like let's jack it up three dollars. Right. Even had like local news here in LA had an interview with a gas station owner who literally was like, no, my prices haven't gone up from the oil, from the from the uh, oil delivery the gas delivery trucks. Uh, I just wanted to see what people would pay. So he just jacked it up to seven dollars. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he would say that in the newspaper is fucking hilarious, but at least he's being honest. Um, but anyway, yeah, so a, a windfall tax. So Ro Khanna proposed to get windfall tax on gas companies to try to reap some of this money back for the public coffers. Because if you're going to charge seven dollars a, a gallon for gas, a couple bubbles of it should go to the public for schools and shit or whatever to build new roads or invest in better infrastructure so we don't burn so much gas in the future. So, um, but that this is this is a very complex issue we've been trying to wade into. But what we really need is to have someone who can explain it to American taxpayers like we're children and they're a youth minister. So here's Sheldon Whitehouse walking us through how his version of a Senate uh, of a gasoline windfall tax he proposed in the Senate. Hi, I'm Senator Sheldon Whitehouse, and I just filed a bill to reclaim from big oil some of the excess windfall profits that they're earning. And this is my post-it and pencil explanation. <laughs> we need to do that. All right. Think of the post-its as the costs of finding the oil and then drilling the oil and then trucking the oil to the refiners and refining the oil and putting it back in the trucks to get out to the distributors. And then from the distributors, it goes to the gas station and you pay what you pay for your gas. In a regular market economy, the price would be related to the cost. No. With just a little (laughs) bit in there for the shareholders and the investors. But something different is going on in the oil market because price isn't related to cost. Price is related to an international cartel with prices driven by what Iran and Russia and Saudi Arabia and other countries decide to do. And particularly when Russia decides to start a war, up goes the price. And all of this, which for the major companies that we're going to tax, is $90 billion, $90 billion in excess profit. What my bill would do is take half of that $90 billion. Take all of it. Fucking take all of it. You can cut it back. But it's funny because it's like not even half. You know what I mean? I'm sure that shit won't get nowhere. It's like not even half. You know, I I like this little post-it note and pencil explanation. When I was first watching, I was like, I don't get how the pencil's going to come into it. What's he going to do with the pencil? But he just, you know, he just held it as a visual aid. I wonder if he had to like plan out. I wonder like how many post-it notepads he had. Like if he went through the things, like, okay, I'm going to say this and the trucks and this, like seven, eight eight post-it notepads. Or if he just kept adding, you know, another thing to fit the number of post-it notepads he had in there. But either way, I found it illustrative. That's exactly the type of thing that um, we or do. Like there's no – people always like to act like, oh, yeah, they work hard for all that money, you know. They earn it. Like people genuinely – act like they believe that and it's like there's no reason why what he just described which is what's actually happening 
should be allowed to to happen because what's anybody what's any regular person supposed to do about it you know they have you over a barrel so to speak <laughs> and they know it and they just fuck people and it's just I, fine and they get applauded for it in fact and it's so fucking weird why it blows my mind that the 98% of us that are not fucking wealthy or corporate shareholders or whatever in this country are not unanimously in agreement that that is fucking bullshit and should not be allowed to go down. But look, I don't, think. I don't mind the, 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 the post-it note and pencil thing. Although I do wonder what other things they spitballs. Like could we use paper clips or magnets or what we got around the office <laughs> without yeah, having to go to right. the store. But the thing is like, you don't need to explain this so deeply. Like one thing Trump made really clear in the fact that he was just venting his spleen at anger and people resonate with people is that people have a vague sense that they're being fucked. Mm-hmm. All that drag the swamp did get destroy the elites bullshit resonate with people for a reason. I, I don't need some super uh, uh, complex reason to understand like that. It's wrong for a gas company to make an extra $7 billion in profit uh, because a war is happening. That's, that's, that's intrinsically unjust. Just go fucking yell about it. And like, it's like, I don't need a I don't need a like a detailed object lesson of why it's fucked up that I look at a hospital bill and an aspirin cost me two thousand dollars. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. there's no there's no reason for that. So I'm just saying like you could literally go out there and be like you could show the pe- people the post-it note thing on one hand and another guy who's like me who's on a street corner screaming, screaming, we got to kill them, and they'll mm. be equally popular. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. I think I might get more votes. Um yeah. Well, yeah. Matt, go ahead and start looking for some comments and stuff to put up there. But yeah, I don't know if you had uh, parting thoughts on the whole the gas price thing. I saw, and I did say some like market experts or whatever were saying, yeah, it's down thirty dollars a barrel right now because the stuff in China or whatever. But I saw one of them called it the calm before the storm. Yeah. So it's probably about to just shoot right back up. But that there's no relief actually enjoyed by any of the consumers, even for this brief respite. It's still some horseshit. It's just a, a week-long period of an even bigger windfall for them, basically. Yeah. Um, uh, we've constructed the entire global economy to be 100% reliant on a, a limited and dwindling resource that can only be extracted from some of the most despotic, evil places on Earth. Yeah. I, somebody... <laughs> Maybe somebody should have been yelling about this shit for fifty years. I don't know. Which, but like it, it, this, yeah. this moment was always coming. I don't know with, what to tell. Like it's with the added uh, perk of choking the planet to death. Uh, yeah. In addition to everything you already said, that's so fucking true, man. It's, it's <laughs> really fucked up when you really think about it that way. Rebecca on YouTube says, "Smash it, fellow skewers!" Talking, I believe, about the like button. Yeah, like, subscribe, and all that internet stuff. We do appreciate it. Thank you, Rebecca. I was absolutely going to forget again. Um, yeah, but, you know, and if Biden's still in office when they eventually do come back down, you know, I remember in 2008, uh, you know, because I was in college or whatever at the time when it got real bad then, I thought that it was just going to be that or above forever. Like, I didn't understand that it could go back down. You know what I mean? I thought things only went up and it got crazy expensive for a while and I thought it would only go up from there. Um, but now, you know, at some point, the prices will come back down, but you can bet your ass if Joe Biden is still the president when that happens, 
uh, it won't yeah. because anything he did, it'll be somebody else. That, the oil companies bailed us out or something. People will say, I don't know, but they won't give him any credit. And like, he probably won't really deserve it. <laughs> it's like, he doesn't deserve the blame right now. He won't deserve the credit. Then it's the beyond president does him. not have a lower gas prices button. He can push. Right. It yes. doesn't exist. And by the way, they, yeah, they will come back down and then they'll go back up and they go back down. But mm-hmm. one day, it's going to skyrocket up because there's going to be one last gallon of oil. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and and it, it'll cost as much as that fucking Tom Brady football that guy wastes his money on. Yeah. Kim Cusato so. on Facebook says, buy SKUs merch. Yeah, sure. You can do that, too. Over there at weeklyskews.com. Producer Matt made those. And if you add a slash more on the end of weeklyskews.com, well, by God, you'll see the Patreon stuff. What do you think about that? I'll mm-hmm. at that, too. Um yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, it's just, uh, it's like I said, there's just certain things that like, if you are the president, when a thing happens, it's going to get, you know, put on you and it's just kind of part of the job description. But the way they go about arguing it and everything, and again, just saying things that are patently untrue, I don't know why I'm acting surprised by any of that, but it is mm-hmm. annoying. Mark uh, Lockney. Mark Lackney. Lackney. I would say I'd go with Lackney. Lackney. Yeah. Mark Lackney on YouTube says it's my dad's birthday. Maybe throw out a happy 66th, 66th to Don. Happy 66th, Don. Congratulations, Don. And uh, you're the guy who invented COVID. Yeah. Do you know yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, you, and, so, yeah. you and Ronald Reagan. Yeah. Just need one more six. And they'll be making up uh, <laughs> theories about you and stuff over in Q land. Uh, Christine Smith says prices have nothing to do with the cost of anything anymore. Everywhere we turn prices are higher. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. a certain point where the caught where you, where you can't like the caught, the, the cost is higher than the price and the company goes out of business, you know, but it, but is, that is, that's not necessarily true for any tech company because they keep losing money hand over fist and they stay in business. Somehow. Yeah. Isaac Q on YouTube says, you know, we're fucked when Geraldo is the reasonable one. Remember yeah. when you used to post sexy shirtless shirtless selfies on the yes, Instagram? Yes, I do remember that. That's right. Yeah. Rick Dworsky on YouTube says, "If you could grow your own gas, it would be illegal." Uh, I mean, I know, yeah, that's a funny joke about economics, but also it'd be a really dangerous world if you could just grow gas. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it'd yeah. all be illegal if you could just grow gas. People be up to some serious shit with it. That's for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Uh, making explosives and all that good stuff. Um, one video we didn't i'm not using it but there was a video that sinclair media which is that super right-wing uh, company that owns all the local news stations in america yeah as uh, was pushing the thing about gas prices and how it's going to drive up food prices but they were talking to farmers are like diesel fuels way up fertilizers way up I'm like wait why are you talking about those two things back to back because those are the two rest of the, those are the two ingredients for a, a bomb that blew up the oklahoma city federal building <laughs> <laughs> i've been looking into some stuff yeah <laughs> Don't yeah. worry about it. Um, yeah, March Madness starting up. Everybody fill your brackets out. GG Tampa Bay. Your last name's the same as a, of an area in Florida. That's neat. On Facebook says, do you guys think the Dems will totally lose the midterms in all elections up to 2024 because of it? I don't just because of it and everything. I don't know. Like <laughs> a lot of times it swings in the opposite direction and they're all pissed off and I don't have any faith in anything, especially the democratic party writ large. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I'm not feeling good about it. I'll tell you that much. They, they managed to hold back a lot of uh, redistricting rat fuckery. So the congressional maps, not nearly as bad as they'd feared, but the prevailing, Political trends are all against them. Not, notwithstanding that their brand is a bunch of uh, 
ineffectual weenies who, and I like Sheldon Whitehouse. He's pretty good for a politician, but uh, making a post-it note thing instead of screaming at evil people is not what people want to see. They need some, they want to release some visceral anger. You should be marching up to Exxon headquarters with a torch. That's more the vibe people need right now. Yeah. Um, Natalie Nichols. Hey, Natalie, long time skewer there says it's my mom's 83rd birthday. But Tucker Carlson would have to wish her a happy birthday for her to see it. <laughs> so, yeah. Just get uh, the Russian embassy to tweet it and he'll read it out. Yeah. Happy birthday to your mom all the same. It's, uh, you know, even Fox News people have birthdays. All right, about to wrap it up. If you want to see me live, go to wellredcomedy.com for tickets. If you want to see more of us, hear more of us, all that good stuff, go to weeklyskews.com slash more. Or just look for me on Patreon, and we'll get you some bonus stuff out there. You can support the show. We surely do appreciate it. We appreciate y'all. And either way, we'll be right back here next Tuesday for more Skewsdays. You know what I'm saying? See ya. Love ya. Bye.